Welcome, welcome. Yes, yes, it is I, Luther Kana. Hello, everybody. Good morning, good evening, wherever you are. And this is the locker room. And as always, I hope you guys are having a fantastic week. And it is with great sadness, not excitement, that yes. This is the last UFC event of 2022. God, holy hell, what is, is it really 2022? Is this, we're wrapping up like this? It literally just seems like we were going into COVID and everything was being locked down and you couldn't leave the house and you couldn't go to work, had to work from home. And fast forward, you know, about to be three years later, not only are we, you know, we're still dealing with it around the world. There are still people getting sick and in the hospital. But man, just it just lets you know how, uh, just how fast time goes. Just how far along you can literally blink and you fast forward a few months. It's it's insane. I'm just so so surprised that it is still the end of the year. And one thing I am glad about for the UFC fight fans out there that the boss Dana White does give all the fighters the holidays off, which is which is great, which is actually fantastic. I believe the next event is, if I'm not mistaken, it's either June 14th, June or June, uh, I said June, uh, January 14th or January 21st, I believe the next event. So I believe they have a like a three week or about about a month break around there, give or take, you know, a week or two. But uh, I believe it's a minimum three week break, which is fantastic. You know, everybody wants to no no one wants to work around the holidays time. You know, come on, guys. I know a lot of us uh, out there are, you know, working around the holidays, but hey, just keep chipping away. You'll get there. And if you don't already, the best strategy is to always save up your vacation time and use it around the holidays, you know, get, get some time off, enjoy time with your family, stay home, get snowed in. Because over here in Chicago, Illinois, if you don't know, now you know it is about to be in the 20s. Ah, holy hell, holy hell. Not looking forward to that at all. I believe today it's going to be like 23. And then next week, it's going to be like 18 degrees. God, God, not not just not liking it. It's the one thing I can agree that all of us Midwesterners can agree on is that this cold weather is goddamn brutal. Nobody likes it. I don't know why it happens. It's nice up to Christmas, right? You know, snows on Christmas a few days before and a few days after, but then once January 2nd hit, it can go and kick rocks for all I care. Get, get out of here. Nobody likes snow in January. And if you do, then you probably don't live in the Midwest because this is cold. Lake Michigan, goddamn you. Goddamn Loch Ness Monster. But anyways, other than that, hope you guys are doing great. If my only news other than that I have of the week other than the fight news is go see Avatar 2. I'm planning on seeing it next week. It's just one of those movies you guys had to check out. And if you guys do have the chance to see it, as always, I do recommend seeing this movie in 3D. It is the only movie that I like to watch in 3D and uh, the only movie I probably will after this one. So check it out. I'm pretty sure it's going to be fantastic. Don't see any trailers if you haven't already. I'm sure you guys have. But just go in, 
Blank Slate, Holidays, Watch Avatar 2 should be great and fantastic. And the other other news, which I believe is sad if you care, surprisingly, uh, they're doing another Evil Dead movie, Evil Dead Rise. If you guys have never seen the TV show of Evil Dead on Netflix, check that ish out because it is it is just fantastic. My favorite genre, as you guys know, the horror comedies. Nothing beats it, right? You get a little bit of horror, and then you laugh. You know, chop off a head, and then you laugh. You know, somebody gets, you know, stabbed, and then you laugh. You know, just a little horror comedy. I love the little back and forth that they do that. And Evil Dead does a great job of it. And other than that and media news, uh, Henry Cavill, the guy that plays Superman, is stepping away from playing Superman. I don't know what is going on in the DC universe, but... Uh, it's it's kind of a shame. It's sad because we all know if you like the Batman film, just all of the DC lore, it has that grim, gritty environment that we need and we love. Like so many things are taken, so many shows and movies take themselves so serious. And that is the one thing that I've always found fantastic about the DC lore is just the grim nature. We saw that in the newest Batman where the guy from the Twilight series played it. I forget, something Patterson, Robert. That's that's what's coming to mind. I thought it was going to be bad, but he did a fantastic job, right? In the new Batman movie. It was it was great. I, I love the dark, the dark setting. It was a little bit too long. They could have shaved off 30 minutes. And I believe Colin Farrell played the Penguin. And the movie was just great. It was fantastic. I loved it. But um, they're rebooting the DC Universe. You know, Ben Affleck's not playing Batman. Well, Robert Patterson's playing Batman now. And now Henry Cavill is not playing Superman. And I don't know where this is going. This whole thing is going with that. But, well, I'm here for it. I think we'll all watch all the new DC movies just... Man, they just need to all get on the same page. But enough of that. Let's get into these fights because we have Jared the Killer Gorilla taking on Sean Strickland, which is a fantastic fight in the middleweight division. 185 pounds. Both of these guys looking to come back from losses. Jared Cannonier last taken on Israel Adesanya. And that it was a lackluster fight, you know, to say the least. Jared Cannonier has power, so Israel Adesanya was playing a very, very smart game and staying away from that power. Because everybody's got a plan until they get hit. And Jared Cannonier, I don't know who's a bigger hitter in the 185-pound division other than him and Alex Pereira. But that's, uh, we saw that in that last fight, right? So, got Jared Cannonier looking to bounce back and Sean Strickland, <laughs> coincidentally enough, looking to bounce back from that loss against Alex Pereira, which was, he had the absolute worst game plan in fighting Alex Pereira. If anybody saw those iCarly memes with Sean Strickland, who... <sighs> Sean Strickland, I love you. His, if you guys have not watched his uh, his fight conferences in the UFC, it, they are just fantastic. Who is a better ish talker than Sean Strickland? He just he's probably the funniest guy on the roster because he's just so authentic and raw. And you know when someone is just being their authentic selves and just everything is just rolling off the tongue and you can see it that he's not putting on this edge. He's not trying to do it for the TikToks. He's not trying to do it for the gram. 
it's just nice to see. Even if you don't agree with a lot of what he says, it is just fantastic to see. And that's why I love Sean Strickland. You know, he, he's a big America guy. He's a big uh, ish stir. You know, he talks a lot of crap. And he's just great, fantastic to watch. And and his, his uh, I think he does it and it kind of picks up because his fighting style isn't the greatest, right? He throws a lot of jabs, throws a lot of light stuff, a lot of feints. He doesn't really put himself in danger of getting knocked out. He doesn't really take a lot of high risk. He's a fairly safe fighter. But sometimes uh, he could overestimate himself. We saw that when he was trying to walk down a kickboxer. I mean, Alex Piera is, you know, a multiple-time middleweight champion in kickboxing, multiple title holder and light heavyweight 205-pound champion. He His record is like 107 wins and like five losses. Can you imagine trying to test your skills against a kickboxer, against a guy who's like 105 and 5? I mean, Jesus Christ, 105 men have tried and 105 men have failed. I, that should just give you a big red flag right there. If I've ever seen a red flag when it comes to a person, that's probably it. So, <laughs> but it, hey, we're all here for it. Sean Strickland. I believe this with both of these fighters coming off of losses, I believe they are both going to be playing it safe. Sean Strickland, he does not want to be memed again. So he's really going to be sticking to his playbook. He's going to not put himself in dangerous positions. Same thing with Jerry Cannonier. I believe in the beginning, he's going to be kind of downloading Sean Strickland, but I do expect him to uh, to pick it up in the second and third round. Uh, since it is a five-round fight, I believe both fighters are going to be taken off that first and second round. I believe Sean Strickland is going to take all five rounds off and uh, not put himself in dangerous positions because Jaron Cannonier does have so much goddamn power in his hands. Main reason for that, if you don't know, I'm about to tell you and you're going to know, he used to fight at heavyweight for the longest time. He was, uh, so that's 265 pounds. Whoo! And then he cut down to 205 pounds. Hella discipline. And now he's fighting at 185 pounds. So even though he shaved off about 75 pounds, which is just insane to say that, that power translates, right? When it comes to power, especially we notice this in mixed martial arts, Power is just God-given. You can't really gain power. You either have it or you don't. Jerry Cannonier has got it. He's got all eight. There's a reason why his name is the Killer Gorilla. Because this mother trucker punches like a goddamn gorilla. And Sean Strickland knows that. The media knows that. The fans know that. <laughs> and so Sean Strickland definitely knows that. So he's going to really play it safe. That's how I see this going down. As uh, him playing it safe and Jarrett really going for the knockout. My overall gun to the head pick, I believe this is a really tough one. And the odds say it, right? Jarrett Cannonier is a minus 105 favorite. Sean Strickland being um, minus 115. That means the odds maker don't really know what's going to happen. That's It's literally a 50-50 fight. Don't, don't bet money on this fight. You're not going to win anything. No one knows what's going to happen. And so, whew, I'd stay away from betting on this one on DraftKings. But 
If I had to bet, I believe Jared Cannonier might get it done. Um, he shows he's go he can go five, five-minute rounds. He is way more disciplined. He's not really uh, a stir when it comes to the Mike game. No trolling. He doesn't know how to do that. So I'm going to say Jared Cannonier by decision. And other than that, my other fights to really watch out for, co-main event, Armin Sarukian versus Demir Ismagolov. That's going to be a fantastic fight. Armin Sarukian, he took the now title holder, Islam Makachev, to a decision, which just says a lot, especially considering he fought the champion in his first ever fight in the UFC. That just uh, speaks so much to the talent of this, of this young man. He's going to be a problem in this 155 division. Lastly, taking on uh, Gamrot in uh, one of the best technical fights I have seen of the year. Such a high-level pace of transitioning, of, te of technique. And so that's going to be my second fight to watch out for. And for the fun fights, for the guys that want to really get into the mixed martial arts game... Drew Dober, a.k.a. Buzz Lightyear, taking on Bobby Green. Now, before anything, if you don't know who Drew Dober is, I think we all have seen Toy Story, right? Where are my 90s kids at? Where are all my 90s babies? You guys have seen uh, Toy Story. You guys know who Buzz Lightyear is. If you have some time, go on Google. <laughs> Google Drew Dober and look at this man's chin. Holy hell, you would think that this guy has had plastic surgery and you think he'd be trying to be a TikTok fan because Drew Dober has a chin on him, right? That man has a, a chin, a man's chin. If you guys have seen the uh, the Chad memes of the guy, you know, with that strong jawline, that's Drew Dober to the gills, all the way to the nines, all the way of the nine yards. And goddamn, he just... Just, just love to see it on him, man. He's a he comes to fight. You know, he puts on banger. He throws hands. He has power in his hands. He prefers to stand up, and that's why the UFC matchmakers put him up against Bobby King Green. And who, you haven't seen Bobby Green's fight? He is the king of the shoulder rolls because this man just slips and slides punches off of him like it's nothing, and it's just fantastic to see. I believe this fight is going to be fight of the night. It has fight of the night written all over it and just excited to see it. So make sure you guys tune into this one. It's the last fight night of the year. It's happening at 6 o'clock in Las Vegas. That's central time. So even if you're on the East Coast, what, you're an hour ahead of me. If you're on Pacific, you're two-hour time difference. Tune in. Check it out. It, you'll be out. And it'll be done around 10 o'clock at night, no matter where you're at. So tune in. Give it the ratings and reviews. Make sure you guys tune in. Let me know what you guys want to see. And I will check you guys out next time. Peace.